You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. This is Dylan White, and you're listening to the All Aboard Podcast. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Welcome to the final episode of All Aboard the Disneyland Railroad. We were a bi-weekly Disneyland Resort-based podcast in which we took the railroad to different parts of the Disneyland Resort. I am JC from AZ. Sitting next to my co-host in crime, we got Yoho Joe from Sacramento. What's up, man? What's going on? I know we're not on YouTube or nobody will see this, but I got to do this properly. I put on my pirate hat <laughs> so I can say how... Are you doing? One last and time. I got, and I got the Pirate to the Caribbean shirt, jersey. Hey, keep it on. You're good, man. I know. It's um, this is going on YouTube. We're also sitting with uh, Matt Hayden, one of the engineers. What's going on, Matt? How you doing? Hey, how's it going, guys? Nice little whistle action. <laughs> uh, it's going well, man. Thanks for joining us. We really appreciate yeah. it. Nice to meet you, uh, finally. Yep. Yeah, nice, nice to meet you. Thank, thank you guys for having me on. Not a problem, man. Thank you for all your support on the show as well. Um, it's, you know, fans like you, listeners, I don't say fans, listeners like you um, make us feel great and uh, fellow Disney lovers. And, you know, Matt and I got to meet in person in Las Vegas at the Golden Tiki. I'll shout them out. That, that uh, Tiki Barts has some Disney ties to it as well. So it's, uh, it was awesome. Um, so thanks for coming on. And uh, we're going to do some... Uh, general shout outs like we always do general, general shout outs uh <laughs> um we have from our last episode we got bernie she writes i finished the episode and i'm emotional okay first mini jc is so cute thank you for sharing the clip at the end second i'm going to miss my favorite podcast so much so if you guys haven't listened to that episode, check it out. And if you have listened to it and didn't wait till the very end, there is a little bonus clip at the end of that with Mini JC to kind of compare how she sounds now versus then. And uh, my twins absolutely love it. They listen to that little clip and they love listening to their older sister who's now who's younger than them in that clip. It's it's, it's hilarious. Um, Crazy. <laughs> so we have a question from the Mrs. Swenson. She writes. So to be clear, no hiatus. Next episode is the last. And then Clocky writes, same question as above. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, To answer your questions. And um, yeah, that is true. No hiatus. It was going to start off as a hiatus. What were you saying? I was going to say, shout out to Clocky. Hung out with him recently here 
in Sacramento at our Disneyland pop-up at our local Tiki Bar, The Jungle Bird. So it was me, him, uh, Alex, co-host, of course, my sister and brother-in-law. And he was there with uh, Scott, I believe Scott, who is a Disneyland nurse. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they work together a lot. That's yeah. awesome, man. You know, it's funny. Uh, I knew he would. Be, he's going to be there. Like when you guys said you were guys going to the Jungle Bird because the Disney pop up, I was like, "Yeah." But you clock, you'll be there. <laughs> and I saw the yeah. pictures. I'm like, oh, I knew it. I didn't even say it to you guys, but it's just one of those <laughs> things that, yeah. <laughs> um, then we also have Bugs Day. Shout out, James. Uh, he just writes no with like a million O's. So sad to see the podcast go. I think um, that was more of a Darth Vader like. No. That was that was a little a little arty there. A little, yeah. dar- little darty. <laughs> what do you mean? No, <laughs> uh, nah, nothing. I, nothing. <laughs> Just hanging around. Um, if you know, you know. All right, guys. Uh, on to, speaking of shout outs, we have our engineers. So I'm not going to tell you to go you know, to patreon.com like I always do because I am actually going to be, I'm going to kind of shut that down. But the, the current engineers, we do want to give a, uh, another shout out to. We want to give a shout out to Roxanne. I was going to try to play it again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Alfredo. The one and only Matt. Not Matt's cousin. Not Yoho Joe's cousin. Because Jenny. Marianne. Bernie. And Sasquatch seven nine. They're all gonna poop on us one last time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank old. you guys. Never gets old. Thank you guys for keeping the show chugging along, and uh, mm-hmm. yes, being great friends. Uh, yeah. So, without further ado, uh, I don't know. Do we have any more ado? Actually, before we get onto the railroad, <laughs> I don't have any ado. No ado. No ado. Okay, Matt, you got any ado? No. Nope, no. Nope. Cool, cool, cool. All right, let's get on. Let's get put your hands and your feet inside the railroad. That doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. Um, but let's get on the railroad right now. Your attention, please. The Disneyland Limited now leaving for a grand circle tour of the Magic Kingdom. Tonight we're going to share a wonderful dream come true. Together. In 1955, an amazing man named Walt Disney dreamt of a magic kingdom. All come to this happy place. Welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past, and here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America, with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Everybody, the railroad got us over here to 
Disneyland. We're not really. We're just going to stay on the railroad, ride it around the park. We're going to be in California Adventure, too. Because Grand Circle Tour. Of both parks. We're in our imaginations, <laughs> as we always are. Except that one time we did a live episode from the railroad. Go listen to that. It's pretty awesome, uh, if I do say so myself. <laughs> but... <clears throat> We are talking about the sweet spot of Disneyland. And this idea uh, came from two other podcasts that we both listened to. And one of them was a post. And one of them was, I think they mentioned it on their podcast. And it is the Jungle podcast. They mentioned it in in a way. And then also the backside of water, which also has to do with. The, the Jungle Cruise, um, yeah. you know, so love both those guys, or not guys, but both those shows, both those shows, exactly. Multiple. And I, I know what you meant when you said guys. <laughs> the, the podcast being the guys, but uh, both of them, they mentioned it. Like one of them was a post, like I said, and I was like, hey, we should do that. We should collab on that. Life gets in the way, and it's like you can't always collab. We understand that, obviously, why we're kind of going away. But uh, so I talked to both of them, and. You know, just just one of those things where it's, you know, we're going to do an episode on it because it's such a great idea. So I want to, you know, give credit where credit's due. Uh, Speaking of where credit's due, obviously the 88 miles per hour podcast where uh, ideas that I just steal, you know, that's what we're talking about now, (laughs) is uh, another idea like a, like a, like a, the, the frame of their show it became the frame of this show, but in a different, you know, change it up to Disneyland instead of going back to the eighties, but still such a, you know, awesome frame. And, you know, like we kind of ran with it. We kind of, you know, so yeah, sweet spot of Disneyland. I know it's one of the most difficult questions. I think it's the most, you know, when you ask what's your favorite attraction, favorite land, not, you know, do you like it at night during the day? Uh, sweet spot where everything is perfect. I know I only put, Sights and sounds, but you know, you could do smells. All the where all the senses kind of tingle, I guess, if you will, at Disneyland, the whole Disneyland resort or Walt Disney World. But so we got Matt, he's one of the engineers, he's our guest, longtime listener. Thank you, Joey. I, I never wait for the whistle. I'm sorry, I never wait for it if we're not actually doing the, the engineer shout out, you know, from Patreon. But uh, so Matt, take it away. What, what, what do you got? All right, so I uh, I picked three sweet spots. Um, I picked one for each park and then one for the downtown Disney hotels area. Um, so I'll start with um, Trader Sam's is is a big one for me. That's always one of our go-tos. Uh, right when we get there, we like to kind of relax day before we do a So we always hit... Trader Sam's and, and Disneyland Hotel first, and I'm not a pool guy, but even if you're sitting outside of Trader Sam's, that that view of the pool with the monorail slide is it can't can't be beat. Yeah. And especially just getting there, you you don't have to worry about work for the next two three days, <laughs> however long you got, and and you got a nice Trader Sam's drink in your hand. You know you got some, some Disney parks in the next few days. There, there's nothing better than that. That's actually true. And That's it's, an excellent one. Yeah, <laughs> that I mean, was actually that... one of mine. I mean, was actually, uh, and not necessarily Trader Sam's, uh, but even I almost now just even prefer hanging out at Tangaroa Terrace, especially yeah. in the area out out in the evening. You got the music playing, yeah, you know, and like you said, everybody you hear the people having a good time in the pool, and yeah, 
per- perfect, yeah. perfect time. Yeah, and, and it's it's just a good way to to start or end a vacation, even even in the middle of your vacation, if if you want to just relax. It's it's an area that that can't be beat. I think. Right, and yeah. you kind of nailed it. You kind of nailed it where it was like now you don't got to worry about work for the next few days. You 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 you're starting off your trip right now. You got like two, possibly you know three days in the park, and you've only just begun. Um, yeah, well, we, we went there, there when you were patient zero. True. So that was in, that was in the middle of the trip too. Even yeah, for you. And yeah, the, you were and, there. Well, we did the beginning too. That's when I had that awesome water. We did the <laughs> the beignets uh, challenge. Yeah. The re the re challenge. You know, I didn't lose my my smell or or, or taste though. So <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You said you had okay. That was your your downtown Disney ish one or your outside the park one, I guess. Yeah. So um, my next one will go to California Adventure, um, the the Grizzly Peak area, um, especially kind of on, on the sides in the front and the back of, of Grizzly Peak. They have those rest areas where um, it's just really calm and relaxing. It, it's kind of I love Disneyland, but it can be very overstimulating and a lot going on. And those are great areas to kind of just relax and and calm down and, and still take in a lot of good sights and sounds and, and just the environment. I think they did a, an amazing job on, on designing that area. Yeah. That, it's funny that you reminds say that. me of another one too, that I really like is that waterfall that's on the backside. Cause even at the hottest time of the day, if you're anywhere near that waterfall, you, you can feel the coolness and it drops down. So that's what I'm Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and I don't even run i haven't been on that ride in years but that that's like like the pool at, at disneyland hotel it's i just like being around there and, and that that vibe that it gives off i'm sensing yeah. a water theme over here <laughs> yeah 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 but i think i took the twins over there behind it so it's like this little that little it's like a little trail like behind it where you can kind of see the rafts going up and it almost yeah. sounds in my head like somebody's kicking one of those kickballs yeah it has that like kickball sound to it and there's you know i was over there dropping jc maps but uh, i took them under there's that i don't know if it's a bridge whatever it is it creates a nice shadow and on a hot day or even a decent whatever a warm day it's nice to hang out underneath that shadow the twins were sleeping and i was just hanging out while everyone else is riding soren i was like i'll take the twins you guys go on soren and it's a nice little like chill spot with the especially the sounds you know, and, yeah, the, and the shadow. <laughs> and it doesn't seem like a lot of people know about that specific. So it's not, at it's all. almost always dead. So it's, it's, it's a really good yeah. spot to go and rest and, and get some, some quiet time in. If you, it's hard, it's hard to find a, hard yeah. to find a quiet area in Disneyland anymore. So it's almost yeah. like you're hiking know where they there, are. like a hiking trail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, all um, right, so- We'll go. We'll go to my my number one, and it, it was so hard to to pick. And I'm not even sure if this is my my ultimate number one spot, but it it's one of my my favorites, obviously. And that's right outside of Small World, um, right where the the parade comes out on that side. Mm-hmm. It's it's another kind of more quiet area, and I I love watching the parades try to watch them any chance that I get um, without waiting hours, obviously. Um, but it's, there's something about that area where you can, you can hear the sounds of small 
you don't you're not on the ride but you can kind of you can hear the clock and and all the the little fun spring noises that they got over there um toontown is right there which i haven't been to the new to toontown yet but it, it looks great and i've i've always thought toontown is just a a fun area maybe maybe not my favorite area in the park but it's always fun to to yeah. go and look at the architecture and but um for some reason that and i i can't I can't explain it, but for some reason that area right outside of Small World is is just a a really nice calming spot for me, and it just, just hits that hits the feels, you know, just right. So. Yeah, and and it, and I I grew up going to Disneyland a lot with my family, and I think a, there's a lot of nostalgia attached to that. One of my my favorite pictures of me and my sister when we were like six and three is is right in front of that area. So I think just everything from that point to now and all my experiences being in that area, there's nothing specific that happened in that area that really made an impact on me, but all the experiences added up and just made that area really special. Very cool. Yeah. That's a good one. The, the, the sound of course, of that, that, that the clock and everything back there. And, um, I guess there was another water theme. That's a water ride, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sort, of, sort of, I guess you don't really and especially get when the, it the clock goes <laughs> off too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and especially during during the holidays, oh, that's yeah. one of the best areas I think for holiday lights. It's, mm-hmm. it's one of the best themed, best lit areas. It's amazing in the holidays. And, yeah, yeah. and I've heard with the the latest uh, fireworks show, the Wonders, like they do projection mapping on the the uh, Sleepy Beauty Castle uh, and Small World, and even the water fountains on Fantasmic. But I've, from what I've heard of people that have seen it all, they said the projection on the Small World Castle is like the best of the all the different shows. So yeah, I've heard that as well. Park. Yeah, so w- w- I got to check that out. <laughs> yeah, I, I keep saying next time I go and watch the fireworks, which I do often, but next time I do, I'm going to make it a point to go to, to Small World this time. Yeah, yeah, they do the um, the Bruno song. We don't talk about Bruno. We, we we actually with the kids we actually went out of our way to go watch that uh, and they did the projections on that on, on, it's a small world that was kind of cool <laughs> and they did See, talk about Reno and I've seen it twice yeah. that, that that show I've seen that show twice I've seen the movie a million times but uh, once once we went out of our way to see and, and then the other one was they they played it as you know my friend Chris and I went to go went to go ride uh, Mickey and Minnie's and it just didn't. Uh, They'd work out for us, but as we were walking away, they started playing that again, and I'm like, okay, we'll watch it, I guess. <laughs> um, so, appreciate that, man. That's That, that was good. Yeah, some good ones. Um, so yeah, always, it, it was it was so hard to, to narrow it down, even to three. It, I'd, yeah. I'd think of one and go, oh, that's a great one, too. I, it, they're all great areas of, of the parks. I mean, you could probably get three per <laughs> land, if even some even more. But You could, yeah. I know. Uh, yeah, um, we do have some uh, Instagram listeners who did get involved, and then obviously when we read these, uh, it could you know spark other conversation, which is how we do it on this show. Yeah. We feed off of you guys. Um, well, we did anyway. Just kidding. So from Instagram, we got J Grand Goth Eight Jordan, another listener that I got to meet. You know, doing this you know podcast. He writes. How can you pick just one? 
I wish I could say the whole park is my sweet spot, but if I had to narrow it down to one, I'd have to say Main Street. There's no better feeling than your first day at Disneyland walking down Main Street. The music, the smells, the people, everything seems so magical. You finally made it after waiting for a long time to get there. It's a weight off your shoulders. Whether it's busy or not, you're just happy to be there. I can't wait to go back. Just booked the trip for September. Halloween time would be another sweet spot. Mm. Nothing better than seeing the park, all decorated, characters in their costumes, and best of all, Haunted Mansion Holiday. There's no better place in the world. So first off, Not thank wrong. you for that. <laughs> and, and, and what he what he, he sparked something real, real real quick, and it's not my sweet spot, but like one of those those times where something happened and it will never go away from your memory because it hit one of your senses or multiple senses, I should say. He mentions Halloween. And I want to say it was back in 04 was like my first time. Yeah, I think my first time ever really experiencing like a full trip of Disneyland with that like that cool California air. I don't know what it was. It was just it just got done raining that day. So it was all kind of like misty outside. And we pulled up and I was about to in crisp. Exactly. We pull up to the Grand Californian. Not I'm sorry. I can't afford that. The um, Paradise Pier Hotel. I'll say that one. (laughs) That's that's my budget. Nope. It was the Paradise Pier. I'm sorry, and uh, they had this like these, these like Halloween images of like Goofy and whoever else. You know, it was like a, well, I don't know if it was a slideshow, but it was definitely like projection image on the side of Paradise Pier. And that in that moment, I'm like, we just got here. We're here. They're about to go do a two day park hopper, and it was just one of those like hit the feels for the, the Halloween time. And I think that's why I fell in love with the Halloween time at the park. Yeah. So, so, and he also mentions getting there for the first day, and you made it, and you're about to go. You know, you have the whole day ahead of you, almost like you have your whole life ahead of you. But in Disneyland, you have the whole 16 hours ahead of you, or whatever, whatever it is. So, <clears throat> great, great comment. Yes. Um. Let's see here. We've got Anderson uh, dot underscore dot Tara from Instagram. She writes, "Sweet spot." Overlooking the former Splash Mountain log uh, flumes from the secret path. Hearing the laughter and watching uh, the riders' faces uh, just after the big drop is my most favorite thing ever. Then you have to go grab some clam chowder in a bread bowl and sit in one of the few tables provided on the path. The only thing I could think of is, I don't know if this is what she's talking about, but there is a spot where I th- I want to say you could do it from Tom Sawyer's Island, but do you know another secret spot over there that what you was talking about? I was thinking of the view from like the Mark Twain where you see them loop around, but right. I was thinking that same thing yeah. where you're, like, you're in that water area. I want to say that there's a spot over there where you can like look through this, like uh like a tunnel or whatever it is. And you can see that uh, the, the big drop like perfectly, but you have to be over there in the, on the Island. And yeah, I feel like there's another area though, just on the other side of the harbor galley, a uh, little restaurant on the it's water, very possible. maybe further down. Yeah. So. Either way, super awesome. Yeah. I do like that when you're when you're even when you're waiting on the ride or when you're walking past, you just see, man, they they're on the ride. They waited their they waited their time. They're they're up there about to go on that big drop, which is not where you get the most wet. 
It is fun though. Depends who you go with. True, true. But <laughs> even even so, I think that's the the turn. That turn. Yeah. In the dark, uh, and it, the water just gushes over. That's the one. This person, Anderson Terra, also writes. P.S. We will miss all of you. Thank you for uh, capturing the Disney magic so well. Oh, Nick Wright. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. From Instagram, we've got Betty Roxanne Martin writes, I'll be there on Friday, so I'll keep this in mind. Love the podcast. Um, So it's hard to keep in mind because there's so many sweet spots. The whole part is a sweet spot. We've got Lily Lynn 13 writes, my sweet spot is in the morning, leisurely walking down main street and looking in the windows. That would be cool. Not even, I mean, walking down there, but like, you know, in the park before it gets really busy, just go sit up there on one of the stoops or whatever the steps, you know, just keep a watch on the porch. Yeah. 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 That's, I know that's a, sweet spot <laughs> when you can get up there to the porch if you can actually get get a spot <laughs> exactly um any of those areas that are like less trafficked whatever you want to call it what's the word like where there's less traffic in them are uh kind of cool like one of them i don't know if there's any one of you guys sweet spots or if you, you you like this area it's not a sweet spot to me but it is a cool spot it's over there by the well by the castle Mm-hmm. Where there's like not really, there's hardly any traffic back there. Like, and there's uh, the, the forced perspective of the dwarfs. I don't know. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. But, uh, as far as a sweet spot, though, it's not like I want to always go over there and just, you know, look at the park. So I wouldn't consider that like a sweet spot. It's just a really cool, you know. Because there are the time of days, too, where it's like it's packed <laughs> around there. Over there? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we did Mini JC's uh, two-year-old photo shoot over there with Princess Paige uh, when she was two, and it was like nobody over there. Yeah, and I don't know, especially at night. It's cool. It's better at night because you got that yeah. like the, the the dwarfs all lit up up there. Yeah, we got Disney Girl Sherlock ninety four. What up? What up? She writes, my sweeps, my sweet spot. <laughs> is when you first see the castle, when you walk down Main Street, thank you for being such an awesome podcast to listen to. And you ever done that, where you take photos of the castle as you walk towards it and then kind of put it together in like this weird little slideshow? What? No. Oh, you call yourself <laughs> I thought a, about it, though. But <laughs> You call yourself a Disney fan? Come on, man. Disneyland fan? Yes, because I've recorded and done a time lapse. Not the same. I'm just joking. <laughs> lost audio. That, that was her. Speaking of lost audio, Matt, you're an engineer. Did you listen to the lost audio or all the bonus episodes? I've listened to, I want to say like three quarters of them. Um, I, I, yeah, I always, I the uh, sweet spot's like four or five, but it's, I don't know what it is, man. That's one of my favorite ones. <laughs> yeah. Just listen yeah, to I, the, I, uh, uh, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say, I'll, I'll have to, uh, Tomorrow at work, I'll have to make it a point to go and, and catch up on the ones I haven't haven't listened to. For sure. And, and those will stay up for you guys, too, so you can listen to them at any time. Um, so, yeah, that was the 2019 trip. That was Patient Zero. And why, <laughs> and why it's called The Lost Audio, I'm sure you've heard by listening to this show, is this guy, Yoho Joe, lost the recorder. His recorder. Was it on uh, Guardians? 
I was wearing my Santa Hawaiian shirt, <laughs> and I had it in my chest pocket like an idiot. Might have had a couple drinks before that. Who knows? But yeah, we're riding Guardians, and obviously just right out. And <laughs> but, I was like, man, we got all this happen. cool audio. We got all this yeah. cool audio, and then like. I get a message from this guy. Hey, hey, hey I found it. I lost and found, man. Yeah, I'm I found like, it the oh, next day. <laughs> so, lost audio. Yeah. So Disney, Disney security people, awesome. Uh, lost and found. You guys good try. times. Those are good times. Um, <laughs> all right. We have another comment from Bugs Day. What up? What up, James? <laughs> it says, I love Main Street when you go through the tunnel and come out the other side into main street uh he writes also you really get all the sounds and the whole experience there on another note i'm sure sad to see the end of this podcast i sure hope we'll keep in touch somehow and finally meet someday of course we'll keep in touch you know these social media platforms keep everyone in touch um for our meeting one day yes i'm sure absolutely one day at the, we'll meet up at the parks and it'll just align perfectly which it has, you know, sometimes it, it, it happens where you're going to the park at the same time as somebody else is going to the park. Or in my case, when I met Matt, we I, I went to Vegas and we met up at the Tiki Bar. and It was like, hey, we're in the same spot. I mean, let's meet up for a couple of hours or whatever. And it was awesome. So, um, all right, really quick, guys. So we have a little bit of a technical difficulties with Matt. He had to drop off. And uh, so, yeah, that's kind of what's going on right now. Sorry to interrupt it. Uh, just like I said, technology is uh, <laughs> is not is not always great. Yeah, and, but. and even before the message, thank you for those awesome uh, sweet spots that you uh, uh, mentioned earlier. Almost like it was like, yeah, it was like, I'm going to drop off, but before I do, I'm going to mention my sweet spots. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we do appreciate that. Um, so, back to the shout-outs. We have armchair imagineer podcast which go check out that show it was awesome uh he just came back after about a year or so um he's gonna start a whole new series check him out it's awesome he writes gonna miss y'all definitely would not have been able to get as far as i did without y'all i'll record something for you just let me know where to send it so um we'll listen to his uh recording later on in the episode but it's awesome. I think he's talking about the, the Disney pod battle that we did. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't know how much it helped others, but it was and it, I think it kind of did. And it's one of those things where a lot of people like got together and collab that didn't know each other from before. Um, and obviously we didn't know a lot of those podcasts from before. So a lot of new friends and just building a community of people like, cause you know, even though we're going away, you know, you'll you still have 19 shows that you you host, oh, and, <laughs> and uh, I'll be a guest on on shows here and there. Uh, so not going away forever, or not really going. We'll still be there, you know. Yeah, and so, I mean, if you guys haven't heard, uh, we just celebrated our seventh year at Disney Universe, and mm-hmm. uh, Jungle Cruiser jumped in on that show, and that yep. debacle that happened because it, it was totally loose. But I mean, couldn't have had an anniversary show without you. So yeah, you could you could have, but you know, it wouldn't have been the same. <laughs> um, but yeah, just things like that where it's like you want to be be a guest on your show, and I'm available. I'm I'll sit down and talk Disney. And that's one, even though I don't know much, I do know that I love it. That's the one thing is that I do yeah. know is I can sit there and talk about what I love rather than 
maybe the history I don't know about it, but I like to learn it. Just because I don't know it doesn't mean I don't want to sit there and listen to it because I do. I would love. I love listening to that, that type of stuff. So, thanks for that, Armchair Imagineer podcast. Yeah, we have the Main Street Mouseketeer. What up, John? He writes. There was no sweeter spot, in my opinion, than the top of the train station looking out towards Main Street and the castle. The whistle of the train, the Main Street loop, uh, music, and all of the coming uh, in just is magical. All the people coming in is just magical. And I think that works for both parks, right? Because John is a... a, a He's a Florida native, but he's been coming to California Mm -hmm. a couple times. I think in the last year, he's been to Disneyland more than I have, so... And back and forth with Florida Park, so. Right. That's why I, I kind of mentioned Disney World when I, when I said this, but what he said, that Main Street Station works for both parks, right? Because I don't really, oh, really remember the Main Street Station over there for some reason, Walt Disney World. Theirs is a lot bigger, but I think, if I remember correctly, Disneyland might have like a, more of an area where you can actually look down Main Street mm-hmm. from like a little if I'm if I'm wrong, totally please correct me on that. But I'm, well, yeah, I'm the, pretty the sure Disney for sure. What you said, I just don't know about the Walt Disney World one, Disneyland. Yeah, I should I, say. Yeah, because I think Disney World, you walk on the sides, then you then when you walk up, you're in the giant lobby hmm. inside the train station before you can uh, gotcha. get out there to board. Spe- speaking of the Main Street Station, that is where I got to. Well, we did that whole Adventureland Day picture. Yeah, but I think it was just after that I got to meet uh, the guy who runs the Lost Delta. So if you haven't checked out the Lost Delta, go get lost. You will get lost yes. in there. Um, Great I spot. bought three, I think, products, four total, but three recently, including a, a desk pad, the old timey Jungle Cruise Jungle Navigation desk pad, um, a canvas Jungle Cruise poster. I got um, what was it? The my 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 jungle navigation certificate that was, you know, that you, you suggested. So just a lot of cool items that that he has on his page and yeah, good times. Got to meet him in person and he, he was dropping maps too. And I got one of his (laughs) maps. I was like, wait, I was going to bring that up. I thought I could remember if that's who it was, but yeah, I'm definitely looking at some, uh, stickers cause I'm looking to upgrade my car, hopefully soon to a more adventure vehicle. And you're gonna put so. stickers on it, like bumper stickers, or what do you mean? Oh, just not necessarily bumper stickers, but anything that looks like SEA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explorey. Gotcha. That's kind of what I meant. I didn't mean actual like the rectangle bumper. I just meant like something <laughs> that that goes on the back. Have a nice the day. Yeah. Um, have a... <laughs> it happens. Just kidding. Uh, what was I gonna say about that? Oh, he was dropping maps, and I was like. Back in my early days, I'm like, no one can drop math but me, man. No, I'm kidding. But he did it. And he did it in a better way than I kind of. I don't know. I gave <laughs> mine out in envelopes. He had this, and I asked him what his secret was. I'm not going to tell you what it was. But he had this like certain kind of paper, and it was all scrolled up. And he put a picture of it. I was like, I, I know where this is. I think. And I'm looking where I think I know where it is, but it was on the other side. Because there's like these barrels in the Main Street Station. Yeah. I was looking at the other side of the barrels when it was on, you know, the one side near like that little gate. And I was like, I'm going to go find it. And I actually found one of his maps and got it. You know, I tagged him in the story. 
to me, that stuff is so cool, especially when you're on the other end. You're the the one doing the scavenger hunt instead of just dropping them or giving them out. I yeah. was like, I'm gonna be now this this the fan or whatever you want to call it. I'm like, <laughs> and I got one, and then I was like, Hey, are you? Where are you, man? Let's meet. And he was waiting in line for the train, and we got to talk for a few minutes while he was waiting for the waiting for a train. That's cool. And then we left, and then I left. <laughs> so yeah, very very cool stuff. Um, so never know who you're gonna meet. Exactly. All right, back to Instagram. We got Sasquatch79. <laughs> this is bittersweet. Your podcast made me smile and laugh through some rough times. I appreciate everything you guys do and did. And for providing some magic, uh, let's see, providing some magic a lot of us got to enjoy. Speaking of magic, me and my family love walking and sitting in every land. Each yeah, each one has its own ambiance that's joined by the foods, music, and smells. Let's just say that along the along the way we made it past the arches, we leave the real world um and wait, I can't even read, hang on. We leave the real world and leave the real world problems behind. That's facts. True, yeah. And that's kind of where where mine is I was gonna mention that too, but thanks again, Jungle Cruiser, Yoho Joe. Hattie and the conductor, which is, yeah, the conductor. Best of luck. And obviously, Space Mountaineer, we got to mention him as well. And then Princess, Princess Page, Page you know, all, the, all the hosts that uh, ever were. But yeah, as far as the real world problem, that is like, it's facts. You know, it's, it's I think, one time that I've ever been inside the gates where I lost that one time. And it was one of the, it was a weird day and something had happened. And I, you know, the, the tiger got out of the cage and I was like, <laughs> wow, what, what did I just do? But you know, we got over it and we moved on, but yeah. And obviously when yeah. you leave it, the problems come back, but when you're in there, <laughs> Hey, Hey, no judgment, judgment Gone. free zone, man. You know, yeah. great, great so, comment, man. Thanks. Thanks. Sasquatch. I mean, you know, yeah. Or, I mean, that was awesome. Great. Tear. Glad we're all friends. So, uh, and you're you're you've been a great friend and supporter of, of all the shows around the uh, around the network. So, well, I was gonna say the crazy thing is you between us both we've met all the engineers in person, right? Because you got you've met him and Alfredo, right? I haven't met Alfredo. Oh, okay. I thought you had. I've Sorry. seen him from afar a couple times. Hey, a couple of we see him in person. We yeah, him in person. We, that'll happen soon. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh I was gonna say that in, in between us both, you know, it's like oh, you met half, I met half, um, yeah. yeah. And even at one point, Jordan was an engineer. Got to meet him I mean, before he was an engineer, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, very cool. All right, Instagram, we got Ash. Oh man, I this up. Ash Anasm. Sorry if I messed that up. I do apologize. This person writes a table near New Orleans Station, drinking a mint julep. Eating a beignet, looking out to the rivers of America. Did I write this? Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that uh, sounds very Jungle Cruiser. It does. Well, I told you about my first beignet at Disneyland. No, yeah. no, not the first beignet. Was it? it? Had to have been because I didn't really go to Jazz Kitchen to get them. And before I knew where the mint julep bar was, I didn't really get beignets. But I remember hearing about all this stuff on the Disneyland Inside Out app. I'll shout them out. They don't exist anymore. But people would always talk about getting mint juleps. I had no idea what a mint julep was. 
um, or a beignet, I don't think, at that point. So this is back in 2012, so 11 years ago. What is ago? a big net? <laughs> beignet done that. Um, so I got that was a different podcast. I'm, I'm quoting them. But anyways, the I saw somebody drinking one, and I assumed that it was that. And I walk in past my friend Mario. We, we went on a trip together one time. And I look at this drink, and I'm all like, yo, that kind of looks like a mint julep from the mint julep bar. Because all of a sudden, I'm an expert. I know what the mint julep bar is. And I went to the cast member. I'm like, hey, can you point me to the mint julep bar? I have no idea where it is. And she's like, you know, with the two fingers over there. So, you know, 2013 is when I had my first mint julep. And then I got the beignet. I was just one of those things. Yeah, that comment is not wrong. <laughs> yeah. So. Was, see, and he, he opened up a memory bank for me. So it, great it, comment, sir. It really did. Um, so we got uh, the park hopper. This person writes, my sweet spot has to be between Pirates of the Caribbean and Haunted Mansion, where you can smell the popcorn, sit down, plan <laughs> where to go next. The reason why I'm laughing is like, did, did Joey write this? <laughs> <laughs> so, it had always been my go-to spot for meetups when my friends and I split uh, and go around, go our own ways. Did that on my last trip, as a matter of yeah. fact. <laughs> so, Because that is, we all have our favorite little carts, and I only get churros here, or I only get popcorn here. I can get popcorn anywhere, really, but I love the New Orleans Square popcorn stand. And then the churro one, just a little walking distance. Mm-hmm. No, so, that yeah. does have one of the best smells in the park, that little area right yeah. there. Absolutely. Um, is that where we got those buckets? Yeah, the Oogie that, Boogies. The Oogie Boogies, right? Yeah. Uh, that's facts. That's where I got my, um, well, I didn't, that's not where I got it, but my first. Uh, so I got the mint julep in the, um, well, it, came, it came in a regular plastic cup, but I ended up buying the mint julep uh, metal souvenir cup or whatever. Yeah. And I remember my wife and kids were sitting over there on the little bench area between the two. And I remember, well, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get the beignets and my mint and julep and whatever in my, in my souvenir mug. And we just sat there, ate the beignets. I'd you know, <laughs> drink my mint julep before we were going to go um, one of our lightning lane, whatever it was. But, yeah, it's a good, good place to hang out for a minute. I love seeing uh, – this is kind of like a side tag, and I'll, I'll just go through this real quick. But I love seeing people that have – they they they've gotten plenty of mint juleps from Disneyland. Mm -hmm. Then you're out somewhere else, and they see it on the menu, and you get a mint julep, and not at Disneyland, and just seeing the face and almost like choking because it's like, oh, what is that? It's like that's a, that's a mint julep, right? <laughs> it comes with bourbon. <laughs> oh, you're talking about that kind of mint julep, like yeah, a real yeah. mint ju julep. Seeing people used yeah. to the Disney ones, which are yeah. delicious. Mm -hmm. But actually having a real mint julep somewhere. I think I saw somebody is, is around Kentucky Derby uh, season. And we're around. It's a lot of uh, bars would have it. And somebody's like, oh, I love these at Disneyland. They had it. They're like, ooh. <laughs> I, I, so, I don't so, think I ever had one outside of Disneyland. But Yeah. So so short story, I ended up with a free drink. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, yeah, one day I'll try it. Does the Jungle Bird have those? Uh, no, but that's according to Skipper Christian, most bartenders know how to make drinks that, you know, so you can always ask a bartender right. 
if they can do it or not. I'm going to do that. Next time, well, I want to try it at Undertow. We have Undertow here. Yeah. I, I'm not, okay, I'm not tiki tiki. I don't, that's not my lifestyle, but I do love going to those bars. I, that's yeah, they're the, fun. That's the, the, great atmosphere, so. And uh, also shout out Skipper Christian and Skipper mm-hmm. Roy recently also came to Jungle Bird, did their uh, pop-up there. Right. Always a hit. And so. we had you had Christian uh, on our show. You had him on two two of your shows, or just twice on one of the shows. Twice on Tiki Cast. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, great friend of the show, and just I would love to. I mean, it never works out to we we can't meet in person. For one day we will, but uh, I'd love to meet him in person. Same with I want Roy to make me a Roy's on purpose. Yes. Which I learned about that drink on the Jungle, uh, and then you, I didn't really know that Roy still worked there, but he does. And next time I go. I'm sure yeah. anyone can make it, right? It's not like oh, absolutely. It's his and signature drink, but it's they can. It's still... his signature drink, and if if anybody goes to anybody goes to Trader Sam's and they're not feeling what's on the menu, but you still want a cocktail, just ask them. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, they're all highly trained and highly educated mm-hmm. in uh, the adult libations, and they'll make you whatever you want. Right, and I heard it's just you're gonna you're gonna get drunk. <laughs> So, yeah, so <laughs> it's like it's not a thing where you are not going to feel it when you're done with it, or in the, once mi- I or in the middle was, of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And once I found out uh, Christian was a Manhattan or old fashioned guy, I'm like, oh, this is why we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, good times, man, good times. And before I met him, it's very, very possible that he has you know made a drink for me. I I just don't know. I don't remember him until. We had him on the show, so it's very possible we have met in person. I don't. So, also from Instagram, we've got Robotic Bulldog writes, I've always enjoyed sitting at the bench near New Orleans Square train station where you can hear the jazz band playing and the train station announcements. Did I write this one? Is this a combination of us both? <laughs> um, that is cool. The, the music and, yes. of course, the... Anytime the train is going, you know, going off wherever you are. And the Morse then, code, the well, little. I was just going to say that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The Morse code. Uh, the, the jazz music. It's music for me. So that's foreshadowing to my, my, you know. But that little area, when, especially when like the, 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 band, the band for Tiana comes out. Yeah. And just jazz music in, in general. But then you just Live add, jazz. You, you add Disneyland to it. Yeah. You got a hit. That you little, know? that, that, yeah, that, that, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say like a triple play if I can't. The trio. <laughs> the trifecta. That usually plays. Yeah. That usually oh, that's plays what they're called. The trio. Time. I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were, I thought you were trying to name three cool things just now. Never mind. No, I, the band. I, I knew yeah. that there's, there's usually a jazz trio. Yeah. Or, or the horns, but I, I could have come up with a trio. I'm like, triple, uh, Three trace. Some, I'm like, that's not them. Navidad. There's three of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was gonna say though. That's why I'm excited about the new attraction because I know the music is gonna be amazing in there as well. Oh yeah. So, all good things. Yes, sir. Got. Uh, thank you for that. We have McCarthy underscore Tracy on Instagram writes same. That is a great place to sit and people watch. Surrounded by a lot of great sounds and the nearby lands and the train announcements. Mm-hmm. The train announcements are just, I don't know what it is. I mean, yeah. I mean I've mean, i always, obviously, well, I fell in love with it at, in 03, the park in general. 
but then I think I mentioned this before. There was this Sirius or XM station. You know, when people used to have satellite radio before Spotify, there was this. Huh? You still have it? (laughs) Well, yeah, because I can't remember my password to cancel it. (laughs) (laughs) You got Spotify though, man. I do. (laughs) Yeah, but the railroad, the, the all the board thing came on, and this was. I don't even know what year this was, so I'm gonna take a wild stab. Oh, oh nine, ten, maybe in that in that range, give or take. And I remember hearing that, and it wasn't like my first time hearing it, but it was my first time falling in love with it. Like the sound, I was like, it's all the board sound. Like that is you're in the park. That's almost it's not the first thing you hear, but like it's one of the first things you hear when you're in there, especially yeah. the trains doing its thing. And just hearing that on the radio station, and I think that one might have gone into the the song Main Street. And I don't know if it's the uh, what's the the Dapper Dance. I don't know if it's them, but it sounds the mellow, like the old like I think it's like the Mellow Man or something. Whatever it is, that's like, what it is on the albums. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to take the girl on a date. He'll buy you a chocolate bar. Just meet me on Main Street. Main that, Street. Yeah, exactly. Why meet me on Main? That song yeah. is so good, man. But yeah. Especially when he says, I'll buy you a chocolate bar. I'm like, I want a chocolate bar and walk down Main Street. I think that's yeah. cool. <laughs> With a coffee or a hot chocolate. I don't know. what. Take your pick. Or a mint julep. I'm going to go listen to that when yeah, we're okay. done. I'm going to go listen yeah. to that when we're done. <laughs> like, because I don't know if it, I mean, it had to have played the train sound. I don't know. But then it, I think it went into that song. Either way, that, yeah. the first time I ever heard that song even was on and, that And series. from there, you, you, you try to sound like extra super smart. You're like. You know what? I do understand Morse code. Let me see. <laughs> yeah. To all who come. Yeah. I exactly. mean, yeah. what is he doing? Oh, that's a Walt Disney speech. I, I, it's You can tell by the. I was trying to download. and I, I wasn't trying to. I actually downloaded some Morse code converters or whatever you want to call them. Uh, translators. It, it didn't work like I thought I was going to work. I thought you <laughs> just hear some Morse code and then it would just like type it out you know because you could do like google translate or whatever it will translate different languages i was like morse code no 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 no. just in general just in general where you just start you know you speak english you want to convert you know translate it to spanish that's easy to do but i tried to do like a converter or a translator for morse code and just hold it up to the thing and didn't work (laughs) it didn't worst 499 ever and it, and it wasn't like it was advertised that it would actually translate it for me. I just thought that's how it worked, and it's no. So, so I guess well, usually when I download an app that says it's going to do something, <laughs> it usually does it. Yeah, I don't know what this app was for. It wasn't oh. for what I thought. But also, unless you really know Morse code, you probably don't know what that thing really says. We just exactly. assume that's what it says <laughs> or is written. I don't know. All right, we got Mickey Land underscore Main from Instagram. That's the only platform. I don't know why I keep saying it. I've yeah. said that for a while now. Not on Threads. Uh, Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, we're not. Sorry. This person writes. There are so many. One of my favorites is in Tomorrowland near the Churro Cart. I feel like I get the best surround um, of the different. Of the different Tomorrowland ride, uh, sounds and ambiance, and it just makes me smile. I uh, would agree with that, but I think it's better at night. Tomorrowland, yeah. the way it's lit up at night, is great. But where that 
<clears throat> excuse me, where that churro card is, though, that music is just blaring there. You're just like, yeah! Mm-hmm. You know, because you're hearing, like, you know, more updated versions of, like, uh, Big, uh, There's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow, the old monorail mm-hmm. uh, song and stuff. So, yeah, that. You know what? And everybody that's commented so far, 100% every, on everything. Because. <laughs> Yeah, that that's why that that's why it was so hard to do because it's a uh, it's a great question and it wasn't necessarily from me. I'm just saying it's yeah. just one of those things I thought about and I kept thinking about and wanted to do an episode on and and I'm glad this is kind of how it's ending, if you will. Um, but uh, so what do you what do you got? We'll get we'll get to yours and mine, and then we do have some recordings as well, which are some of them made me cry, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So. Um, you know what? Like I said, everyone that's that's commented so far has been very, very brilliant. And yeah, those are some of my favorite spots too. All over the land is, but um, I, I'm going to get specific uh, on a few of them. And I don't. I, it's hard to like actually. All right, this is number one. This is number two. Number three. So I'm just going to go how they come to my head. Uh, but one of my favorites is if you're in the flagpole area during the flag retreat. Um, just that, just sitting down, the band's coming. You know, it's usually around that time of day where starts cooling off if it's a hot day. So, um, yeah, usually around the, so the flagpole on Main Street um, uh, during during the flag retreat is, is always like a sweet spot for me. And they do that near closing or not really? It's always around dusk. Okay. So it's give or take four four thirty, is I think the time they normally do it. Oh, okay. And they always bring up uh, retired or active military, and you know sometimes they'll have like I haven't seen this, but I heard um, of a story of uh, a young family with with young children, but the dad was going to be deployed uh, within you know a couple days after the so they want to take the kids to Disneyland and. Uh, but then a, a cast member heard that and asked him, would he want to be our, our, you know, ceremonial, like an honor. Yeah. So he was the one that actually presented the flag and, and all this stuff when they brought it down and, and stuff. So that's always a big one. Um, another, another sweet spot. And this is, this is a very new one, but every time I see it for the first time of each trip, I always tear up and it's the millennium Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the music playing, you hear X-Wings and TIE Fighters flying over you, but yeah, it's just a, the sight of a, a full-size Millennium Falcon is bonkers. Yeah, that brought up a feels, too, for the sounds. I'm big on sound as well. Is first time I ever went to Galaxy's Edge, it was with you guys, yeah. and it was, we did, I want to say it was the, it was the Frontier Land entryway, where you hear, like, the, the hammers of the Frontier into the sounds of the you know, Galaxy's Edge, the Star Wars sound. The way yeah. they made that transition, like, very, very seamless, which then led us to the Millennium Falcon. And my first time seeing that, you guys were going crazy <laughs> with the boards and the, 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 was it the Disney Play app? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the sounds that were, like, <laughs> flying over us and stuff. And um, who was it? We were uh, talking to one of the other guys. I think it was uh, the Imagineer podcast, which I know he's renamed his show. But back then and he, he explained to us how you see the millennium falcon outside but isn't that the same one you know that, that that's a tree you get into but during the line queue you hear it fly over you into the spot where you're going to board or whatever yeah 
it's kind of cool the little detail like yeah that. and you see that in the queue with with hondo's at but mm-hmm. yeah but being in front of it is just <clears throat> it's magical <laughs> i know it's space it's star wars but it's a magical moment you guys are all um, also up on that uh, that balcony area right looking over yeah by the restaurant mm-hmm. you can see it from there that's a great spot for the fireworks actually uh, when you watch fireworks from galaxy's edge I felt like my... he's got the spires and all lit up and right. I felt like my hotel was just outside of Galaxy's Edge over there off of Ball Road, but obviously you can't just walk right into the park right there. You yeah. have to go all the way around. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of kind of cool that area. Yeah, um, and like I said, I got many really. Uh, you know, I, I could be like what uh, Jordan said anywhere in the park, but mm-hmm. um, I'm going to I'm going to give one uh, for uh, DCA. And it's the side entrance from what's now San Francisco, but into but into Cars Land. Mm. Uh, when you when you go under the arch, just the view it looks like it looks like a postcard of you know, when you see Ra- uh, Radiator Springs Racers. But I always used to eat at Flows on the outside, facing, hearing the music play is always like Brian Setzer or you know a lot of car songs, but. Mark, mark. Yeah, and then you see the cars going over the hill and the music mm-hmm. playing. And if you're there during the the um, light light lighting ceremony, I mean, I still haven't done that. Oh, I still so have cool. not been there when yeah. that it, it gets lit up. Yeah, and now they do it for the holidays. Mm-hmm. The holidays so have gotten it's, better. It's holiday themed oh, yeah. uh, lighting ceremony, but oh yeah, but yeah, that that whole little side of Cars Land, especially the entrance to about flows, is just one of my favorite sweet spots. Sounds, sights, everything. I agree. I mean, that's all I'm going to name right now, or else this is going to be a three-hour show. <laughs> Do a three-hour show, man? No. I have a couple as well, but no, those ones are good. And anywhere is good. It's like the, the whole thing. I do I, – I thought of one while we were talking, and my my main one is – like I said, I, I narrowed it down after thinking, yes, that's a sweet spot. That one, that one, that one. You know, but for me, uh, well, one of them way back in the day, and I know I've mentioned this on the show, and it's not there anymore. I don't know. It's not there anymore. But do you remember I, I, me talking about that poster that was in DCA on the on the pier? Like uh, when you're uh, the guy was drinking it like the, the old Coca, yeah, the old like Coca Cola one. Yep, kind of. Yep, yeah. exactly. So there's so that kind of ties into so he is out there. He's drinking his Coke. He's got the little sand cow. So he's got you know the the, the sun wheel at the time. I think it was a sun wheel. And then the screaming in the background. So what I what I envisioned, or I, I put myself in his shoes, or he's not wearing any, but I put him in his feet, is I remember going on a trip and going to the beach on like the day before. So it's one of those feelings where you just got to California, you're going to go and kind of hang out that first night, whatever you do. We went to the beach, had some dinner, whatever it was. Then we got two days of Disney the next day. So that first day, I went to the beach, had a great old time. And then, remember the, in the entrance of DCA, there used to be that, like, waterfall thing with the sun? Yeah. That little area right there, plus that guy and the the little kid with the Coke, that right there just gives me the feels. It's like, man, I don't know why. This reminds me of being at the beach Hitting those waves, I don't. I don't surf. I hit the waves just with my, with my body, and it's fun. Um, that's kind of cool. That's more of like a I don't know nostalgic thing, but that's gone. Those things are gone now. 
Yeah, the whole Sun Plaza, Beach yeah. Boys. Beach Boys know, in the that. background when you're walking on the pier. That was cool, man. I liked listening to the Beach Boys while you're walking on the pier. But uh, So the one that I find the most sweetest spots, and this is, I, I was thinking back on a couple of like specific moments, and it's the Disneyland bands. Like, used to be all about, let's get on this attraction, that one, that one, that one, that one. But there's a certain point in the day, which is, at night which is way better the disneyland band rises up starting tomorrowland terrace and they just start playing these the, the classics the hits whatever you want to call them and you're just watching the band and i was like i don't even want to go ride an attraction right now i want to stay and watch this band play yeah because it's awesome you know like the little dance parties or whatever but the bands playing are phenomenal and then it was the, the other one i can think of is on my 30th birthday, when I got to watch um, the Mad Tea Party, I had, had had a couple of libations. I was feeling nice. <laughs> and the first time I ever watched it, I got to experience the full-on Tweedledee, Tweedledum entryway. The second time, I, we, didn't, we didn't do that. We just kind of watched the band. But the first time, it was going through the tunnel. They're leading you in. You get your libations, and then the band is like just – already playing the hits and it's just like this is i don't even i I think you actually missed a fast pass at one point because i just wanted to sit there and watch (laughs) that band and i know that's not it's not really smells or anything but it's just like the whole ambiance behind it i'm already you know had my couple of i wasn't gone it was like i was feeling really nice just had a good time (laughs) i was having a good old time like yeah this is this is where it's at plus we had you know been there kind of all day i was gonna say the disney wasted kicks in is so. it, yes, and that same type of feeling goes into those amazing, like epic shows. Like, remember dreams do come true. Remember dreams come true, and world the original world of color. Like, the, yeah. remember if you remember the first time you ever saw those shows, no better feeling. Like, uh, maybe maybe there is, but like at the end of no, the yeah. day, you tickets in the water, you tickets in the sky, whatever you want to call it. But I, yeah. Those are my like sweet spots. It's not attractions. It's there are okay. There is one. I, I was gonna say the uh, the the one I initially thought of was in Adventureland when you could hear the Jungle Cruise boat and the Tarzan mm. Treehouse m- music or whatever back when it was that that little area by the Bengal Barbecue, like that little just that right there, and then Indies right there. That would have been that. That still is a sweet spot. Don't even get me wrong. The Tarzan Treehouse is not there, so that music's not gonna be playing anymore. But just the yeah. Jungle Cruise boat. Will, you know, as they're passing but I'm sure by. they're going to have some kind of music playing inside of there. Well, I'm sure, but it won't be that same. Yeah. I don't think. It, maybe it you will. Know, it, I don't know. It, it's the Adventureland, so you'll probably get music from the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse again. Mm-hmm. Might get some Tarzan, not the full show that was there before, but you might get some right. uh, Tarzan uh, songs. Right. So if you Jungle guys, Cruise. If you guys go listen to, um, what do they call it, Boats and Jokes, That's that was our second Jungle Cruise episode. Uh <laughs> Check out the background on that one. You know, I'm proud of myself <laughs> on that one. You know, uh, if, if we get the Metallica <laughs> version from the Jungle Cruise movie of no- Nothing Else Matters into yeah. the Treehouse, I'm all for that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool, man. I was actually trying to explain that to somebody at work. I'm like, no, there was a song because they, they, I think they mentioned Metallica. I'm like, hold on, I'm trying to think. There was a, a song they played in the movie that well, you wouldn't even think that it's supposed to be in that scene or that song. Yeah. And I was like, at the day I was talking about, it, I could not. <laughs> I was talking to one of my friends who I know had seen that movie, but I couldn't think of it. And then I was like, wait, 
I looked it up and I was like, yep, there it is. That's the scene. Jungle Cruise. I don't know. Good times. You yes. Know. But I know that that's kind of different than what I, I initially had thought, but I no, can't. I mean, it's a sweet spot for you. I mean, yeah. you said sight, sound, smells. You yeah. know, Matt Tea Party is a big part of that. A few times, a couple times I went with my niece, I think we pretty much stayed the full set because mm-hmm. the band would play, I think, four sets a night. And uh, Possibly. I, 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 it, I, it I never, would, yeah. Yeah, so like when Tweedledee and Tweedledum were welcoming people in, they actually had the uh, White Rabbit DJ mm-hmm. playing music, getting people kind of like in the mood. Then I think the band would come out. Once everything was started, then they'd take their break. DJ would be spinning tunes. But, but no, before that, then the dancers would come out, the, the deck house, of card dancers. House of Cards. House of Cards, yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. And they would do a really, you know, th- four different, they had four sets too. Right. And each one was a different set, but then once they were done, then the DJ would play again and the band and just, right. it was just a circle, but and the first it was time just we did so hard it, to leave sometimes. The first time we did it, I, I, I did the whole set, everything. The second time I did it, I, I just did the band because I wanted to listen to the band and I think they play for like a half hour, maybe not even a half hour, but they play, they play yeah. the hits, you know, and one of the ones I, li- I loved is when they did uh, the, the, the Blitzberg Bop, what's that song called? Oh, the by the Ramones mixed yeah, in with uh, hey, mixed in oh right mixed go. in with the, with the Lumineers yeah oh hey I'm like what did they just do I was yeah. all like the, the slow clapping uh, it was <laughs> uh, I was so like I was I didn't know they were gonna do that it was awesome and Two of hits. course Al- Alice singing just a girl no mm-hmm. doubt yep was always key on birthday um, was good but I gotta say I, I tried not to like Mad Tea Party because I loved Electronica <laughs> so much right and uh, but you know you throw but you throw in a live band, you got me. So mm-hmm. and like I said, the Tomorrowland bands, uh, the the eighties All Stars, I think they were called. I remember There's that. I don't, I don't remember their names, but there was one. Yeah. I remember the eighties one. I didn't know that's what they were called, to be honest. But yeah. No, great band. Yep. Yeah. Remember seeing and them. They cycled like three or four bands, and they were all all great. Right. So, and that yeah. stage going up and down. Like I want to. I want to go down there. Let's see what's <laughs> down there, man. And this is when I was saying. I mean, this is where I get super neat, nerdy, and stuff. I, and uh, uh, but and I know we're doing side tangents, but oh well. Um, Do with it. the popularity of the new Muppet, the mm-hmm. Muppets Mayhem with the Electric Mayhem, the Muppet Band, mm-hmm. the Tomorrowland Terrors stage would be perfect for them. Because spoiler alert, they're Muppets. People are controlling, you know, what? puppeteering them. No, but. I didn't know that. But to have that all set up, <laughs> download, and raised to stage would be great. Have you seen the show? I'm just wondering. No, 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 no. Oh, great good? show. Even if you're not like a big Muppet fan and don't know much of the Muppets history, the show is so awesome. What great I do music. love, what I do love, and this is real, is the Muppet Star Wars ties from my childhood. Muppet babies would open those those doors and you see Star Wars. I'll never forget that. That's before I knew what Star Wars was even. But no, yeah. I'll check that out. And that... They could do a lot of stuff, uh, yeah. With with things like that, it's it's to me, it's almost like, it's almost like the it's like the merchandise of it. It's like this will spawn off of this, and people will watch that show. I think, yeah. Um, and uh, so the show's great. You know, I always got to plug it because Disney Plus is removing a lot of original shows that I like. So <laughs> yeah, I'll check that out. No, for sure. Um, I have Disney Plus, and I don't don't think it's ever going to go away. Not for me. Yeah. Remember that time in this on the run of this show, we tried to give away a free year of Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, didn't happen. That's fine. That's fine. That's cool. 
Just trying to do a giveaway, everyone. Um, <laughs> we can still do a giveaway. But uh, I do want to go play some clips. We're, we'll, we'll, we'll name the person who did it, play the clip, and then what we'll do is we'll move on to the next one. Um, and we want to obviously we want to get everybody involved. Um, anyone who wants to be involved anyway. And, uh, so yeah, let's, uh, let's go play the first clip. I'm just, this will be in any, any order. I'll just, uh, I'll pick one out here, but longtime listener, friend, uh, friend of the show. We have a clip from Bernie. All right, so let's go play that clip right now. First, I want to say thank you to the All Aboard podcast. You truly are amazing and wonderful and my absolute favorite podcast. Now to talk about the sweet spot in Disneyland, no matter where you're at, there's a sweet spot. You find some sort of element that will trigger like the happiest memory or even create the happiest memory, uh, whether it's the sights, the sounds or the smells, no matter where you're at all of Disneyland Resort is a sweet spot. So again, thank you to my friends at the All Aboard Podcast. I truly treasure all of your episodes and they would be a sense of relief for me and comfort. So thank you guys so, so much and all the very best to you in um, the future. Thanks again, guys. Bye. Awesome. Appreciate that. Thank you for sending that in. We will um, hang out at the parks. One day. One day. I got to. It was awesome. Um, we also have another longtime listener, friend, friend of the show. We have uh, Engineer as well. We got uh, Marianne. All right, let's go play her clip right now. When I think about the sweet spot of Disneyland for me, it's actually really hard to pick just one. So thank you for asking the most difficult question ever. But when I really stopped and thought about it, my sweet spot of Disneyland is actually at night and it's on Main Street when you're standing right in the middle of Main Street between Carnation Cafe, right around that area where the shops kind of stop for a second and you have that open spot of no lights and it's right after the fireworks and the lights are coming back up and you're just looking right at the castle and you have that whole view of the castle as the lights are coming back up from the fireworks and then you turn around and you have the whole view of of the entrance and the train station and that is just the most magical spot for me that is the most disneyland spot that i can think of and it is only made better around Christmas time when there is snope happening after the fireworks. It's it's just the best spot. Thank you all aboard crew for giving us such an awesome podcast to listen to and giving us all a little a little more Disney when we can't quite get there. You guys have been great. Love y'all. Appreciate that. Thank you. Um speaking of both of them, it's funny I chose them both. I'm just reading off of the list here is and I think I mentioned this on the one of the episodes after Adventureland Day is how we were all sitting out sitting down it was me her clocky and he's next he's actually he could be the next one on my list uh my friend Chris Marianne Bernie we're all just sitting there at Trader Sam's and you know me my friend Chris clocky were talking and then those those two were talking over there Marianne and, and, and Bernie and at one point they just started doing the entire intro of the show the one that I do <laughs> verbatim and I was like 
that is so cool, man. I don't know why, but it was like so <laughs> cool to hear them do that together. And they had just met each other. They didn't know each other prior to that. Yeah. Friends, man. So Forever. It was good times. I was like, you guys yeah. are making me cry over here. Um, so, good times. So, Clocky, Sam from Disneyland Podcast. If you haven't checked out his podcast, go check it out. It's yeah, and get on his phenomenal. list for uh, postcards. Get on the list, yeah. Um, speaking of, I think he yeah he was working with, the, like you said, the Disneyland nurse. Um, and he helped to make the postcards. I got one of those, too. It's freaking awesome, yeah. man. Very so, cool. Um, so, let's go check out his clip right now. This is Clocky from the Sent from Disneyland podcast. When I think of my sweet spot at the park, it has to be Main Street USA. For me, it's one of the perfect lands, as I love history, and Main Street USA has so much history of the changes it's gone through from 1955 to the present, and overall, the sights, the sounds, and the smells of Main Street USA bring you right into Disneyland. Although some people will just walk by, some of the attractions on Main Street are really fun, either taking the train around the entire park, or taking a Main Street vehicle like the Omnibus or the horse-drawn streetcar. It's a fun way to look at Main Street and get to the hub of the park. Main Street also has some really fun hidden gems. If you're lucky enough on a rainy day, you might be able to catch the Dapper Dans singing a cappella with no microphones in one of the shops, or riding the second level of the Omnibus and looking at the Main Street windows, mentioning all the different Imagineers who worked on the park. Main Street is also home to 10 of the Disneyland mailboxes, which I use a lot. Awesome, man. And I uh, hope to meet you at the, not meet you, see you at the Jungle Bird one day. I mean, I've seen yes. you at Trader Sam's twice. We hung out at the park, which, yes, we are going to do that again. But uh, Jungle Bird that? is now on my uh, my bucket list, so definitely want to check that place out especially on the disney pop-up because i want one of those drink those those cups oh yeah and i want to do the uh undertow one of these days too so gotta come to phoenix man gilbert there's one in phoenix too but the one i'm gonna go to these days is in gilbert which is about eight minutes from my house (laughs) and and, with a jungle bird i'm just reminding people it's always the week of disneyland's birthday yes i i I put that together because of last year and then obviously this year so you um how far is that place from your house about 20 minutes 20 it's not terrible yeah it's about yeah, depending on traffic 12 hours from my house give or take depending yeah. on traffic <laughs> Two hours but by the time maybe. you come it might be a little bit closer as i might have another residence oh yeah in the sacramento area well uh, i was gonna say we'll carpool but never mind. all right um let's see we also have the guys over at the tramon podcast gave us a nice little shout out um and if you guys remember them um good friends of the show and also our disney pod battle the first the first winners um so let's go check out their clip right now next headline final boarding call so our friends at all aboard the disney on railroad podcast are actually going to record their final episode really is that what you posted about it no oh actually that was a separate thing oh okay uh, I just posted it because I wrote in, mm-hmm. and then they tagged me. So I'm like, oh, I wrote into this. Let me. Yeah. But they they did a mini announcement, and they will make an official announcement soon. But they said it on their show. They're going to be recording their final episode, I think, in, in a week. Um, all my days are thrown off. And uh, they did a call for questions. Mm-hmm. And they said, write in or record. So we will record one right now. And it'll be on our show. I'll, I'll clip it out. Don't worry about it. I'll download, okay. I'll download the MP3. 
and clip it. All right, all right. I gotta so, look presentable though. So yeah, I mean, let me restart for the good clip. Well, they're not. They don't have the. YouTube. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Just audio only. Yeah. <laughs> well, for everyone else on YouTube, that's gonna comment this week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Emily. Shout out. She's shout, always. She, she is. Okay. And now Hope. Hope's yeah. in there too. I, yeah, I don't. I I believe the name is Hope. It just it said Hope. Yeah. Blank. But you know YouTube with yeah. the names. But uh, yeah, thank you for writing it. So, like I said, All Aboard Podcast, All Aboard the Disneyland Railroad Podcast. Uh, we'll be recording their final episode soon. So I wanted to give them a shout out first. Yeah. For doing, for bringing the Disneyland podcast community together for the pod battle. For sure. Which multiple we, pod battles, multiple huh? pod battles, yeah. but we won the first one and that's what matters. Yeah. Uh, so, so we are definitively the best Disneyland podcast. Yes, obviously. Other than all aboard, all aboard. You guys are, you guys yeah. are cool. So thank you first of all for that. And for, you know, being part of all this and, and being friendly with us. Wish we could have met you at a Tiki. Tiki Day, whatever, Adventureland Adventure Day. Day, whatever it's called. But I ended up not going that day. Uh, but I do want to say, uh, first of all, congratulations on getting past 150 episodes. Yeah. Uh, it's That's a feat in itself. Yes. And and for doing this and for putting yourself out there uh, and for, for being creative and making a show uh, and, and for getting an audience and all that. Uh, but I, I also want to add that All Aboard the Disneyland Railroad will live on on our set. Because that's right. That's a pin. Here it of is. Their art. So uh, that's going to be there. Uh, I generally don't remove things, especially if they're small. I move them. Yeah. But uh, it's it's been back there uh, since we won. So so I just want to read this. I've never actually read it. So it's it's like one of the tickets from Ticket Book. Yeah. It says issued by the All Aboard All Aboard the Disneyland Railroad. Good for one first class episode between Jungle Cruiser and Yo Ho Joe. The tickets, the ticket. Good, is good only if presented with all checks attached okay yeah. so rain the question was what is one place we'll make sure it gets back what is what is one place that's fine you could go there what is one place in the parks mm -hmm. if not the best place for you to just stand and take it in take in the the sounds the sights possibly the smells uh the feels I've done this multiple times, and you asked me a little while ago to, to think about it. it. Took me a second, and I find myself coming back to a place for multiple reasons. I'll, I'll mention what it is first, and then I'll explain why. It is the monorail stop in Tomorrowland. Nice, yeah. So I love. We always talk about that kinetic energy, seeing things move around you. I feel like when you're up there. Not only are you higher than everyone else in Tomorrowland and, you know, by the water and everything, you have a view of so many moving parts of Disneyland. You have the Matterhorn, you have uh, the Finding Nemo, which is probably the best use of that ride, other than, you know, being a ride. You just seeing the submarines go by in the water is really cool, especially at night. And then having the monorail come up, like, right next to you, awesome stuff. Um it tends to be quiet up there when after people embark and you can just chill chill up there as much as you want and there are benches up there too nice which really helps. yeah so yeah I, I thought about this one this was it, it wasn't the top for me but it was there you get the views you get the waterfall and yeah. all that so but yeah i did think about it now for me i surprised myself mm -hmm. it has to be a bright but cool breezy day Paradise Gardens Park. Really? Looking over the bay, 
Mm-hmm. No, there's there's no band playing. There's nothing going on. Okay. It's not busy. Uh, the the fun wheel, the pal around's going. Maybe you got some food or drink. Maybe it's a festival. Because you feel this, it's open, right? But you're still in a in a park, and you have water near you. The sun's out. You're like, I'm in California. I'm living a wonderful life. It is a California vibe there. And as much as I like the trees of Grizzly Peak and all the little corners of Disneyland, this is a place you can stand and just appreciate for just like, I'm here right now. Yeah. Like, my life is great. And that's that's got to be my number one. Nice. Uh, for now, of course. But yeah, I, I've definitely, I felt that during Touch of Disney. I've had random days I did that where it's just a great spot when there's nothing going on there. So yeah, thank you. Thank you for posing that question. All aboard the Disneyland Railroad. And, uh, you know, thanks for being you. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, you know, wish you luck in all your future endeavors. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. Yeah. And like I said, congrats again on the Disney Pod Battle one winners and we're gonna do yes. that again too we're gonna the I'm gonna keep that alive yep i'm gonna keep that alive the, the disney pod battle i might just do it in march so I, th- I, I thought i was gonna do it every six months and i still might i don't know uh you know how i do things around here but because uh, i love doing it so much i love doing it but i don't want to water it down so i don't know it'll be <laughs> months three and months nine um, or just months three, just March, March Madness. I don't know. We'll see. We got two months before I really make that decision. And I'll only be part of one podcast in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had a lot of stake in that. Yeah, you were part of Waltz. Waltz, you know, they, they got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so another one we want to go ahead and listen to is, so from the Jungle Podcast. So let's go listen to that clip. Right now. Hello, this is David Dr. Skipper Marley, and I'd like to thank the All Aboard podcast for giving us years of entertainment here in podcast land. Uh, my favorite place to hang out at Disneyland is at the Hungry Bear Restaurant. It used to be uh, hanging out on the bottom level where you could sit by the water and it was cool and you could watch the canoes go by and feed the ducks, but since they've installed the walkway to Star Wars Land, I like sitting on the top level. It's still in the shade and there's trees and you get to watch the Mark Twain go by and it's just this beautiful, peaceful place and there's really nothing like it. And to me, it's one of the most Walt Disney places you can sit because you get to see all the things that he loved and enjoyed. Thank you for listening. Appreciate that, gentlemen. <laughs> yes, um, those goofy guys. Those goofy fellas. Yeah. Seriously, as a podcaster, I can say that they are one of my favorite podcasts. It's just a fun, mm-hmm. fun show every time. Mm-hmm. So. mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they they sort of have it's not new anymore but it's it wasn't in every episode their their intro oh the new the newer yeah. intro yeah and he actually yeah. gave me the, the the site for that ai uh trevor trevor did oh it's an ai I thought that's it was actually... ai man no i, I know oh exactly dude <laughs> holy crap sorry i ruined the magic everyone i hope they <laughs> dude yeah he was telling me about that i was like who did that who, is that your voice altered and he's like no that's actually ai here's the site i'm like what wow well, there's so uh, exactly so there's there's somebody in the adventurer community from Florida that talks just like that that I've had on the Disney podcast. Mm-hmm. Part of the adventurers group runs it runs it runs Adventureland Day at Walt Disney World. Gotcha. So. Yeah. Sorry, I run the magic, but yeah, but no, it's uh, uh, just what he mentions about it. He says, uh, "What does he say? We're the just like the Jungle Cruise. Their conversations often uh, get into deep waters, something like that." 
And then at yeah. the end of it, it's uh, now for the most dangerous part of our uh, journey, civilization, something like that. It's like <laughs> the return to civilization. Good, good time. AI. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Yep. So good time. Welcome to the All Aboard podcast. <laughs> Um, we also have from the Make, Make It Magical podcast. Um, they sent us a clip as well, so let's go check that out right now. Hi there, this is Emily and Clayton from the Make It Magical podcast. Big thank you to All Aboard podcast for asking us this incredibly important question: What is our Disneyland sweet spot? What is our Disneyland sweet sweet spot, Em? I think we both have the same answer, right? Yeah, I think so. At least that's what we conferred when we talked about it earlier. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it has to be, hands down, a nice bench in the shade in the hub area of Disneyland, like right along Main Street. Yeah. We have some fond memories on the Disneyland hub benches, watching people sharing a popcorn. You always get to see some really sweet things in the hub, some moments that you get to witness from other guests experience and it kind of really highlights what the magic of disney and disneyland is absolutely it, it hits your heart definitely every single time no matter what each trip we always try and spend a little time just kicking back relaxing in this area you can hear the main street vehicles going up and down the music loop within main street is unmatched to me i hear that it immediately takes me back to disneyland there's always so much laughter there. Like Clayton said, you can kind of just people watch. It's the perfect place for that. Families are just walking to the park. When they get to that hub area, you really start to hear their reactions about Sleeping Beauty Castle. And to me, that second, once you get to the hub, it's kind of like, oh, great. Our Disney vacation has officially started. We are here. And to see that through other people's eyes, no matter how old they are, you could be grandparents, parents, little kids, everybody, like you see a twinkle in their eye. And I love seeing that, not just the way it makes me feel when I personally get to experience that, but through somebody else. Yeah, I think, I don't think I could have said it any better myself. <laughs> You're like, I don't know how to top that. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's everything. That That is the place. You're right by the partner statue. You feel that connection to Walt Disney and it being his original park. I can't think of a more special place that touches me personally more than this. So hands down, that is our Disneyland sweet spot. All right. Appreciate that. Thank you. All these great clips, man. I appreciate people yeah. getting involved and wanting to. It's just it's awesome. And a lot of them are follow up their podcasters as well. So they're like, oh, I'll record yeah. something for you. Um, another one we want to listen to is from the Armchair Imagineer. So let's go listen to that, that clip right now. Hello, listeners. My name is Nick, and I am the voice behind the Armchair Imagineer podcast. I was asked to talk about my favorite sound at Disneyland. And while there's a ton that come to mind, from the Pirate's cue music, the dialogue on my favorite ride, or the monorail announcer, it's incredibly difficult to choose. And with as many times that I've had the opportunity to visit Disneyland, one sound above all others steps up to the front when I think about my favorite. When you enter the park from the ticket gates and enter to Main Street USA, if you're quiet, you can hear it. The sound of memories being made. The sound of dreams coming true. The sound of magic happening. It comes in different sizes, different volumes, and can happen at any time. I love hearing the gasp of, of 
people seeing the castle for the first time or a family seeing Mickey Mouse taking pictures and giving out autographs in front of the fire station. Young, old, first-time visitor, or lifelong guest, it doesn't matter. It's the definitive moment when you know that this place is magic and dreams do come true. More so than that, it's affirmation that one man's dream came true and still stands firm as a monument to magic. That's my favorite sound. Next time you're there, pause for a moment. Listen. Take it in. Appreciate that. Thank you, man. Um, And I'll be listening to your show as well. I listened to your first one that you came back with. It was awesome. We also have, let's see here, from... So we got Matthew Kuhl. I know he renamed his podcast recently. It used to be Imagineer Podcast. It is now called Imagination Skyway. So let's go check out his clip right now. There are so many sweet spots at Disneyland, and it's hard to pick just one. So I had to go with my personal favorite here, which is not necessarily a classic part of Disneyland, but one where when we think of the sounds and the environment is totally immersive and transportive which is being in star wars galaxy's edge and there are a few places that i really enjoy one of my favorites is the transition from the Frontierland entrance behind big thunder mountain railroad into star wars galaxy's edge that adjusted slowed down almost mandalorian style version of the star wars galactic or symphonic suite is one of my favorite parts of just transitioning into the land but on a recent trip to disneyland part of the reason i really love star wars galaxy's edge is my wife was riding millennium falcon smugglers run and my daughter who's too young to experience the attraction and myself suffering from motion sickness and therefore not really being able to handle the attraction we just sat in a shaded area next to the millennium falcon near the gate where cast members can enter and exit it's usually where if the line is really long they'll also include the extended queue but we found a spot we grabbed a blue milk and we sat there and we listened to the sounds of ships flying overhead and even landing and taking off from the the deck above us we listened to the sounds of the millennium falcons sort of revving up and then struggling to uh, to get up to up to speed and to start up the engine um, and we just watched the day go by. We watched storm, stormtroopers pass by and talk to guests, and it was a really enjoyable 30 minutes. And I think Walt would have been proud of the the way in which it totally transports you to a different place and time. And it almost makes you feel like you're not even in Disneyland anymore because of how immersive and transportive it is. So not, again, a classic answer, but... One of my favorite spots now at Disneyland and a place where you can go and wander and totally feel like you are in a galaxy far, far away. Appreciate that, sir. Do appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so Cool dude. Cool dude. Very knowledgeable. Very friendly. Um, Always makes me remind or makes me think, man, I'm doing a crappy job. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, if you haven't checked out his podcast, go check it out. It's yeah. awesome. Let's see here. 
We also have uh, the the Podcateers, good friends. Yes. Um, did a clip for us. So uh, Such a fun show. It is. It really is. Um, we'll go check out their clip right now. Hello, all aboard listeners. My name is Hazen, and I am one of the hosts of the Podcateers podcast. In the last episode, I heard Jungle Cruiser's call for the perfect spot at Disneyland. And while I've answered this question before on our podcast, I realized that it's changed over time. It's hard for me to make up my mind when these types of questions are asked. So for the sake of providing an answer, I'm going to share just one of my favorite spots, which is at the top of the stairs at the train station overlooking Main Street. And I'm not just choosing this because I love trains myself or because I'm trying to tie it into the podcast, but really because it gives you a beautiful view down Main Street and of Sleeping Beauty's Castle. You have a great view of the parades from that location, a great place to listen to the band, a great place for fireworks, and the perfect place to leave after fireworks if you want to avoid the crowds. Although if I could make just one minor change to that area is I would probably add more shade. But overall, it's a fantastic location to soak in the ambiance of the park. Now, as I said a little bit ago, these types of questions are difficult to answer because the truth is that I feel the perfect spot is ultimately the one that gives you what you need from the park at that moment. You might need the sounds of Main Street to give you that happiness boost, possibly a nice shady area so you seek out a spot at the Hungry Bear. You might need the sounds of nature and the occasional X-wing swooshing by so you look for a spot on the trail that leads to Batu. Heck, the perfect spot might be the one where you stop for a cold drink of water after trekking around the park on a blazing hot day. But maybe the perfect spot is where that special someone said yes, they'll marry you. Or maybe it's a spot where you stood for the first time to watch the fireworks with your child sitting on your shoulders. I'm fairly certain that one of the reasons why Walt said Disneyland is our land is because every one of us will always be able to find a special place to find for ourselves or to share with those we love. So with that said, uh, I just want to say thanks to my pal Yoho Joe and Jungle Cruiser, JC from the AZ, for riding the rails all these years and providing us with a little fun along the way. Congratulations on a great run, fellas, and cheers to the next chapter. Appreciate that, guys. We really do. We also have the Backside of Water podcast. Wait, 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 wait. Let me say this. The Backside of Water. Nice. Um, great friends of the show. Uh, met him in person finally at Adventureland Day, so good yeah. times. Uh, so let's go listen to their clip right now. I hate that this question has been asked, but I also love it at the same time because there's basically all of Disneyland is my sweet spot. But if I can, I, can I narrow it down to, I'm, I like that I'm talking to you guys as though I can like get feedback, but I'm going to say, I'm just going to make the executive decision. I'm going to narrow it down to three spots just real quick. Number one, the African Velt in the Jungle Cruise, um, primarily because that was the spot that I was able to propose to my wife, and it's always such a calm space there in the jungle. So that's number one. Um, number two is Main Street. 
you stand anywhere on Main Street, and it is the perfect spot. Um, one of the best places that I love is actually at the end of Main Street, right by the, the Coke corner there, there is a planter box. And when we were working parades, our leads and managers would stand over there and watch the entire thing go by. And I would stand in there with them every once in a while, just kind of chatting and hanging out. And there's something amazing about being in this spot that's just a green patch with all these hundreds of people swarming around you. And while you're in the green patch, nobody else is in there except for the people who are working those events and those parades. And it's just an odd juxtaposition of peace surrounded by absolute chaos. Um, so that's my second spot. And number three, the lanai of the Tiki Room uh, right before closing. The lanai of the Tiki Room right before closing, I think, is my favorite spot in all of Disneyland because it just represents pure serenity and great memories for me. So speaking of which, best of luck, guys. Um, you've had a great run. Excited to see that you are finishing strong and uh, so great to get to know you guys over the years and uh, love to see what you guys are doing and have done in the podcast space. So that that was way longer than I anticipated. Sorry about that. Good luck, guys. Appreciate that, guys. Um, yeah. What's it called? What was I going to say? I'm reading. I, I don't know if you guys noticed. I'm reading it like I read the train intro. I'm just doing it. I'm winging it, man. <laughs> I'm I was going to say, another podcast that makes me think, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Great uh, guys, though. <laughs> um, so, appreciate that. And that's all yeah. that I have. Uh, if, if anyone else sends one in between now, the time we're recording, and the time um, it, while I'm editing and before I release, I'll include it for sure. Don't, you know, um, I just don't have them right now if you will so um, and i don't think i missed anybody who said that they would want to send one in and if i did i'm sorry like i said i'll you send it to me i'll i'm, I'm magic with sound yeah. i can edit <laughs> the stuff in i'll blend it in um you'll never know uh any of the stuff was edited you know what i'm saying yeah. I don't know, behind <laughs> the scenes well we got we gave matt a little taste of uh the behind the scenes earlier so yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun to hear that raw audio uh, it's not so fun for me anymore. I just I, I do it, but for someone else, like that's what you guys really sound like. Uh, anyway. Wow! <laughs> but uh, so that's that's our time here. You got anything else you want to you want to sign off with? Oh man, it's just been a been a fun ride. Uh, we we it, it yeah. I mean, even for, for those that don't know, even in the original uh, original episodes, I was the conductor and tried to get. It's just hard to get back into it. Uh, on the reboot, but I mean, this has been a, been a very fun ride. And, um, and you know, I mean, I wouldn't be podcasting if it wasn't for you, Jungle Cruiser. I said that, uh, on, on our anniversary show and no, I'm yeah. Can't, can't wait to get to the parks with you and whatever else might come down the pipeline. Ooh, what are you hinting at, man? I don't know. I know nothing. <laughs> Um, yeah, it has been great, and I'm not go. We're not going away. Okay, Yoho Joseka, Disney Universe, Tiki Cast, uh, Mando Show, Walt's Apartment, Walt's Apartment. <laughs> so look, go to the Disney Podcast family. You'll find Yoho Joe. We're not going anywhere. Just all aboard the Disneyland Railroad as we know it. 
Um, and it's not going to be one of those uh, Green Ranger into the White Ranger thing, although it kind of <laughs> feels that way, right? <laughs> if you know, you know on that one. Um, <laughs> uh, if you don't know, DM, DM me on Instagram and I'll explain that to you. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, great great run. This one, the first one, the you know obviously we went on hiatus. We weren't planning on coming back. We did. This one, the All Aboard the Disneyland Railroad, will not be coming back. Uh, this 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 show is you know, final episode. Um, it's it is bittersweet. Life is coming at you. It always is, and you know we've done. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't say we've done everything because it's Disneyland. As long as there's imagination in the world, there's always going to be something. Um, we, we didn't do Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Maybe we'll do a bonus episode in like six months or whatever. I don't know. Um, but it's time to park the railroad on Main Street one last time. Uh, I'd like to thank all the guests throughout the eight years we've been doing this. It's been over eight years. Um, all the hosts that have been part of the show, we'll rename them. That is Princess Page. We have Miss uh, Space Mountaineer, Hattie, you, me, any of the guests that have been on the show when one of us can't be weren't available. Uh, I'm not. I can't name them all. There's a lot. There's too many. <laughs> there was too many. Um, the binaural sound that we had a part of the <laughs> the run the yeah just the yeah good times good times disneyland inside out for getting us started in way yeah. back in the day eight years ago and um anyone else who's been a part of the show sponsor wise like park hop tees we got Diz discord you know good times you know everyone everyone gets a shout out everyone gets a bow it's like the, <laughs> it's, like, it's like the end of aladdin everyone gets the bow we've got a bow and everyone gets, I, I'm everyone gets weird... credit I'm getting a weird signal in my ears. Um, uh, hello? Hello? Hello, Jungle Cruiser. I just want to say, this is Artie. And if you know, you know. But <laughs> thanks for everything. Thanks for having me on. And good luck. Uh, I got to get back to work because I still got like six months to get presents uh, for Christmas. So peace out, Yoho Joe and Jungle Cruiser. What's six months? You got you got five months. It's already July. Oh, well. <laughs> hey, elves can't count. I guess. No, so. he says six months. I don't. Know. He, he he. I don't know what he means. Um, but by the way, that was not Matt the Rat. If anyone thought that that was Matt the Rat, it's not as Hardy. He just comes. He pops in whenever he wants. Yeah. Um. So. In and out. In and out. He was one of the guests we had on the show. You actually remembered Yoho Joe's like football story. It was great. This this. Yeah. The self knows a lot, but um, yeah. So if you're a Patreon, you would know Artie more, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, but we'll thanks, Artie. Thank you. All right, guys, and also to the other characters on the show, we got Minnie JC, we got Benny Cab, we got Daisy Duck, all the characters, man. Um, almost forgot about them. Yeah. But uh, all right, let's sign off. Uh, we won't see you in two weeks, but we'll always be around. So uh, thank you guys for joining us on this ride. And uh, we'll say, I bid you adieu. I don't really know. I never know how to end these things. (laughs) See ya. Everyone's love and support has been phenomenal over the last eight years. As we park the railroad on Main Street one last time, we leave you with this. It has been the honor of Jungle Cruiser and Yo-Ho Joe to record this podcast. We got our Disneyland fix, and we hope you did too. Here we leave yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy, and enter the world of today.